0: You know we we all have genius in us. we all are we all have a purpose. we, we all I believe, come with a purpose and come with um, something that we can gift the world. So finding out what that gift is for you to share with the world.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of Expedition Business, where we talk to inspiring entrepreneurs about the highs and lows of their business journey and how on earth they manage to keep the flame of business adventure burning. My name is Christelle Rosly-Fenter, your host and the one lucky enough to be talking to Samantha Skyring, founder of Salt. But before I introduce Samantha to you, I would like to remind you to subscribe, like, comment and share this podcast with as many friends and family. Without your help, we cannot continue to share the amazing stories of our South African entrepreneurs. But back to Samantha. Samantha Skyring is an entrepreneur at heart. She was working two jobs at 13. And at 19, her dad threw her in the deep end to run an aircraft interior refurbishing business with 50 staff. She then went on to start Kayak Africa on Lake Malawi. Her next passion was a 20,000 drams NGO she started, workshopping children in disadvantaged communities across the country. Samantha started Oryx Desert Salt 12 years ago packing grinders on her dining room table. She's deeply passionate about sharing and making this healthy essential desert salt available globally, making a difference to people's health and the environment with a reusable, long-lasting grinders. Rx Desert Salt launched nationally in the USA two years ago and has supplied 23 countries to date. Samantha, welcome to Expedition Business.
0: Mm, Wonderful. Thank you so much for this invitation to share some of my story with you.
1: Fantastic. Samantha, I think my number one question that I have for you is, why should I bother with something like Oryx Desert Salt if I can get house brand salt at my local supermarket for dead cheap?
0: Ah, (laughs) So um, obviously most people imagine their salt comes from the ocean and that's where it has come from for hundreds of years and and still. However, there is this most incredible source of salt in South Africa. We we have a gift to uh, share with all South Africans and a gift to share with the world. There's this uh, salt pan, 50 square kilometers and they discovered underground a 55 million ton salt lake that's renewable and sustainable. So there are three underground subterranean streams that replenish this underground lake. And these streams flow through this ancient, untouched rock strata, picking up the salt and the minerals and trace elements. And when it's drawn up onto the salt pan, it's 120% saturated, which is unheard of in the salt industry. And it crystallized within four weeks in a lunar cycle. So I was actually up in the Kalahari a couple of months ago. We were doing a little documentary and getting some amazing footage. And I was so blown away. But I mean, I, I'm deeply passionate about the stuff, but I, I've become more passionate because being there back in the Kalahari and experiencing the the vastness of this remote, uninhabitable space. Um, The salt that comes from under the ground and in a month, it crystallizes under the hot African sun, you know, under the stars, under the moon and with the desert wind. And and that's it. It's this elemental, supercharged and activated salt. Um, And and, and for me, so salt always has a little percentage of of water Um, and water actually holds memory. And so it has the memory of this beautiful place. And it does, and it hasn't been touched by humans. So, um, uh, in fact, seventy uh, in 1972, there was a beautiful gentleman who Jacques Delarange, I think, is how you pronounce his name, and he brought Celtic sea salt onto the market. And he had the understanding of how essential mineral-rich whole salt is for our bodies because we, it's actually a similar proportion of um, of our blood plasma and um, you know we're seventy percent saline solution, and and it's in a similar balance to, um, to 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 salty water um, that that is uh, mineral rich like the oceans and this beautiful source in the Kalahari, but over the last sixty years we haven't treated our planet very well and we haven't treated our oceans well, mm-hmm. and so the oceans have are not actually even polluted anymore. They're contaminated. Um, well, they you know the, the that the cruise line has dumped a billion tons of effluent into the ocean to annually. Um, and in fact, all of like, um, when we take an antibiotic or uh, contraceptives or a prescription drug or hormones or any other drugs, most of it, we actually pee out. It ends up in the toilet, in the, in the rivers and, and back into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's a resonance and there's a um, you know a, a homeopathic dose of all of that in the ocean so i'm a bit of a snob and i really don't do sea salt i've always got one of our lovely little mini travel shakers and always got my salt with me whenever wherever i go um because salt is so so essential for uh, for, for our our survival even in fact salt is third most important to the body after oxygen and water, so choosing the salt that you you put on your food and you put in your cooking and you you know you have every day uh, really is vital um, to your to your well being and your health.
1: And not as dangerous as everyone says it is.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> so there's a, a brilliant uh, cardiac uh, researcher. In the USA, his name is Dr. James Niclantonio. and I love it, uh, what he says. It kind of encapsulates what happened: is the wrong white crystal got the bad rap. Mm-hmm. So actually, sugar is the the one to blame for hypertension, blood you know blood pressure, and all of this. Um, and but they they put the attention on salt. I mean, it, it's a bizarre thing that salt has been so demonized and um, people have been indoctrinated that salt is bad for you because it, it it really isn't. And his book is called The Salt Fix. Eating more salt can save your life. And if you think about the old days, um, you know our our uh, meat was all preserved in in salt. Our vegetables were preserved in salt. We were probably eating a lot more salt than we are now, but it was the the right real salt. The problem now is that. We're often, you know, eating um, uh, ready-made meals, and we we we're eating foods that have been produced and made with highly refined, highly processed table salt, mm. which, in my mind, like in my next life, I'll I'll, I'll take on the government. It should be legal. It shouldn't be on shelf and. In fact, Morton's in the USA brought out their salt in, I think it was 1910, 1911. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the sort of start of the convenience foods. And, oh, look how it runs and and look how it flows. You know, it's convenient that it doesn't absorb moisture. Mm -hmm. But that's what salt is supposed to do. Salt is supposed to absorb moisture and help our body stay hydrated. In fact, drinking water that doesn't have a little pinch of salt in it is almost um, washing out your kidneys. It, it's actually not hydrating you. It's really essential to put a pinch of Oryx salt into your your water bottle. Um, we've got a beautiful collaboration happening with a product called Revive, Get Revive. It's a, mm-hmm. an electrolyte powder, and it is powered by Oryx Desert Salt. And oh. I only drink water with Revive in it, with Um, And I love you know the, the the product we we almost know it's called rehydrate mm-hmm. but i love mark view is that we shouldn't be having to rehydrate we should always be hydrated so mm-hmm. by by using it as an everyday product you stay hydrated and you should never have to rehydrate um which which is which i love that philosophy
1: so if i get you Correctly, if I put your orex salt into my water when I do trail running or hikes, I will go mm-hmm. so much faster and Absolutely.
0: longer. <laughs> there, there is research now that if you also pre so you 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 drink before your training and you you take your electrolytes before you start training. And I actually had a really powerful experience of this. Um, on my journey, that was part of the inspiration of oryx. Actually, mm-hmm. it was where I had first encounters with the oryx in the Namib Desert. And my partner and I, for some reason, only had one liter container of water. So we we used to uh, we did a seven day um, uh, walk, 120 kilometers along the Namib Desert, along the Kunene River, but through the Namib Desert as well, because the the river was so windy and um, yes. the the, the the desert uh, dunes flow directly into the river at, these, um, at this angle that was very uncomfortable to walk. So uh-huh. we um, would hydrate, prehydrate in the morning. We'd drink sort of 10 cups of tea, and then we only had one liter that would last both of us the whole day. But because we had nice. prehydrated so much, we actually didn't. We, we never got hydrated and and got to a place where we we were so thirsty. At lunchtime we'd drink the balance of our, our water. By the time we got back down to the Kanani River in the evening, you know, we would want to hydrate again. But the pre is really powerful, and and apparently it can give you an extra 20 minutes um, and just an extra power in your your gym session or your trail run or or whatever it is. So. Yeah, please try it and I look forward to hearing wow. from you how it, how it, how it works. <laughs> I will
1: definitely, definitely try it. But speaking of your Namib Desert hike that you did in 2000, that played a very, very big role in your business.
0: It did. I mean, just the, having an encounter, a close encounter, sort of three, four meters away from uh, this incredible beast, this Oryx, with you know up to one and a you know one meter and, and longer horns, um and having this face to face encounter, it was actually only seven years later where I wanted to where I had been offered this opportunity to create a brand um, for salt, um and for you know this the, the, this beautiful salt from the Kalahari Desert, and it was this masked creature that uh, this beautiful mask. Um, when you have a look at the you know the frontal view of an oryx with the
2: mm.
0: heart on its forehead and these these beautiful horns that was um, that came to mind when I was thinking about uh, you know creating a logo mm. and a brand. Um, and I discovered subsequently that they can go their whole lives without drinking water, mm-hmm. but they can't go uh, weeks or months without licking salt.
1: Incredible. And it's
0: a bit of a phenomenon. it is so incredible. And it's a phenomenon because they I think they're one of the only creatures that hydrate hypodermically. So their hair absorbs the moisture and the dew at night in the desert. And when they, they um eat succulents and, and the vegetation, they also fill with uh, with with water and moisture from the from the desert dew. And wow. that's how they hydrate, which is amazing. But they need the salt in order to maintain that hydration. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the minerals and the trace elements it that, that often.
1: Well, I think this is a story that we can talk a whole week on. Um, really, really interesting. <laughs> but I also like to, something that I found really interesting is the story of your grinders and the mechanism behind it. Do you want to quickly take us through the process and how traditional mm. grinders is not so good for us?
0: Thank you. Um, yeah, again, you know, we uh, plastic is this phenomenon, uh, this brilliant product that is so convenient.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so predominantly the grinders on the shelf are made of polycarbonate or plastic, but it's, it's actually quite soft and salt is very hard and abrasive. Um, and so with most grinders, when you're grinding your salt um, over your food, you're actually also grinding plastic into your food. So when you first buy your grinder, your crystals are much smaller and by the end of your grinder, um, your crystals are much bigger. And that is because the teeth have been worn away um, while you've been grinding salt and you've eaten it. And then you go and throw it away and you go buy another one and you keep throwing and you keep buying and you keep throwing and you keep putting plastic into your food. Um, So our grinder has a ceramic mechanism. So it's a baked ceramic, I don't know what, Temperature, but it doesn't wear away. In fact, it's the same mechanism that some of the top uh, grinders like Peugeot use. Yes, and um, and it's twenty times more refillable. I know a couple people who've had their grinders in the kitchen for two, three, four years and longer, mm-hmm. and it doesn't grind any plastic into your food. So one, you you know you. So plastic is actually an endocrine disruptor. So you really just don't want to be eating it. Mm-mm. Um and. You're saving uh, the environment because we're not putting grinders and grinder heads into landfill, um, and it ends up it ends up over. Um, if you were to buy one RX grinder and four refill boxes, mm-hmm. versus buying eleven other grinders, you would end up paying 50% of what you would of any other 50% um, and less, th- up to 35% of the cost of buying eleven other grinders off shelf of various brands. Sure. So you've got a good quality salt. It actually feels nicer as well. You know, it's got a very smooth grind. Um, somebody actually once told me that it's much easier for old people to use because, mm-hmm. you know, they get a little bit cranky when they're, you know, <laughs> when we're older and it's, it's a much easier grind, which is, which is quite amazing. So, um, yeah, and I think uh, not, I haven't done the, the figures for last year, but the year before that. Um, we saved more than five hundred thousand bottles from from landfill or recycling. Um, so together, we're making a difference, which is amazing. That
1: is absolutely, absolutely amazing. But the whole idea of just grinding plastic into your food, to me, mm, is strange worthy. Mm. So mm-hmm, I will mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. be changing my habits on grinders from now on. <laughs>
0: Excellent. And in fact, they did a test uh, um, on, I think, 30 sea salts from 20 countries around the world, and uh, 90% of them all had microbead plastics in them oh. because of because of the, the plastic pollution in the oceans. When you pump up seawater and you know and evaporate it and dry it and make sea salt, um, whatever's in the ocean in the seawater ends up in your salt. Um, and sure. so... Yeah, but there's also microbe plastics in there, which is a bit shocking too. Not that scary.
1: (laughs) Wow. Samantha, when you started your business many, many years ago, I heard a story that you actually sold your house in order to fund (laughs) your business.
0: (laughs) I did. (laughs) Um, I can get quite passionate about things, and I was already passionate about the salt. And um, there had been a, a very wet uh, summer, and um, the person that I was buying from originally was like, You must have buffer salt and, you know, like global warming and make sure you, you know, you've got enough salt. And I was uh, really putting all my time and energy into uh, selling and sharing and uh selling, putting Oryx Desert salt onto restaurant tables and into retail shops. And I was like, okay, oh, so I sold my house. <laughs> I also I, I needed to sell it because I didn't have any capital. Um so I ended up buying thirty-four tons of salt, which I stashed into a little storage land garage and so... and lived off the balance. Um so yeah, very um um anyways, I, I went through the thirty four tons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that is, and would you recommend doing the same thing to any other entrepreneur?
0: Um, actually, not. Um, if I if I have an opportunity to chat with an entrepreneur, I think initially transitioning is always a good idea. I didn't have the opportunity to transition. I was a um a, a new single mom. Mm-hmm. My son was under three. Um, and I, I I needed to get my life together and I needed to put food on the table. So it came out of, um, in a way survival, um, and in retrospect, it was a blessing because had, you know, my marriage been happy and safe and, um, and financially, you know, my husband was supporting me financially, then I wouldn't have needed to start RX. And so it was born out of, you know, um, hardship in a way, um, and, and often life Ends up like that. That there's, there, there, there is a silver lining, and there's opportunity that comes out of adversity. Um, and uh, but if one is in a, a job and you've got an incredible idea, because to to be in a situation where you're needing to pay your rent and pay school fees or and put food on the table, and you've got a great idea, it takes it does take longer than one imagines. I mean, I thought in five years I would. You know, uh, I would be smiling, uh, which I am smiling. Mm-hmm. But it, it it it's taken 12 years to really get our business to a place where um, it's now profitable, and um, you know, so
1: sure. yes, transitioning
0: is a safe way in a way, rather mm-hmm. than just leaving everything behind and diving in. And, and yet, at the same time, if you it. I guess it depends on the person, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you've got an opportunity to be supported while you're building your brand at the same time, um, it, it would be a great way to do it, too.
1: I can't help to think, while you were talking about your whole story of selling your house and building your company, we very often hear entrepreneurs saying that they can't build their business or they can't even start a business um, because um. they've got no funding available. But you've made it work and you've made the sacrifice.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's it's such a tricky one. I remember about seven years ago, about five years in. So I've got two beautiful, well, I've got uh, um, uh, four beautiful business partners now. But, but I had two uh, beautiful business partners that joined me after a year. Um, or two years, actually. And, um, and, and and they were needing to put more capital into the business. And it was quite a shock to me in that because we were growing and we were becoming successful as a brand. And I was uh, so disappointed to think about the fact that so many brands and successful businesses have closed because of their success. Because as you grow, you do need capital. So it's um, it, it's a tricky one because I've, I mean I had the opportunity obviously to sell my house, which kept me going for um, for more than a year. Um, and, and funding is, is a tricky one, but I, I think I mean interestingly I ended up meeting my one business partner by his wife on a 10-day silent retreat. So okay. I do also, yeah, so we met in silence. We connected in silence, came out of silence, chatted up a storm. Um, Pippa told me about um, Ian and Garth, two brothers who were setting up a business to invest in small businesses, and 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 she then introduced me, and they, they then became um, partners, and... And I, ha- I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Uh, one, their ma- awesome mentorship, um, this combined strategy and vision um, for the, the company and for the brand, and also their their investment in capital. Um. So, um. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. Um. It would be uh, there are definitely opportunities, you know, for funding. Um. I would say that I've been very lucky in 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 have in finding amazing partners where we all uh, believe together in in the brand um, and and them obviously having the capital to be able to grow the brand.
1: Even if you have met them in silence,
0: <laughs> in a very very strange way, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's about. Th- can I? Yeah, it's, it's I think so important about the intention. You now, if you so believe a, 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 what you're offering, that your product not your product is offering a service, your product is essential to the world, and and you and you believe it with every fiber of your being. I believe that you will be successful in finding the right way and finding your way. You know, so um, it's really about being in service with your product, um. It being more than just a brand. And I believe then that, you know, life conspires to support you and support your brand and and support what it is that you need in order to, you know, to continue creating it and and offering it. Um, So, yeah, I think that
1: yeah. I love the comment about it's more than just the brand. That can go so far. But, Samantha, throughout the process of building your company, you have been a single mom. Did it have any impact on the average stresses and strains that you have experienced?
0: Um, in fact, it fueled my business. I think I used Oryx as a little bit of a crutch and a little bit of a diversion and a distraction uh-huh. <laughs> from all oh, from all, everything else that was going on in my life. And and because I I, I needed to, in fact. I had done a, a year's teacher training to be a Waldorf teacher and I visited um, a little uh, beautiful Waldorf school in Cormacay called Imhof.
2: Yes. Um, and
0: it's a real, it's um, it's little wooden cabins. And I mean, I, I think, when was I, I think I was 27 when I visited uh, visited that school and, and I had a, I was like, oh, when I have a child, I want to send them to, to this Waldorf, you know, I had this little fantasy picture mm-hmm. Um And, and so Kieran was three and when I returned from overseas with him and I'd actually already, um, created product while I was overseas. So I came back and I had this product that just really needed power and attention and energy and, you know, and passion behind it and, and being out on the road every day, selling it. Um, but, but I, I wanted Kieran was a um an inspiration because I, I wanted to send him to a water school and it, it drove me to the success of Oryx actually. Um so yeah, I just somehow managed. I mean there was a lot going on. It was um it it wasn't an easy time, but I um but it it, it gave me it gave me something else to do that was positive and I believed in. So I didn't get lost in the drama in a way you know so it was it was a blessing totally
1: and yeah there could be lots of excuses through that drama of not making it but you have made it Mm. Um, but it also sounds like you are pretty much a natural salesperson and it sounds like that was one of the major successes starting out in the beginning or did I get it wrong
0: um, I, would, I, I wouldn't I would have said I was a salesperson when I started Oryx, actually. But I, I guess we are all salespeople to some degree. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, if you go for an interview and, you know, you've got a career, when you go for that interview, you are selling yourself. So as long as you believe in yourself and you believe in your brand and you believe in your product, um, it makes the sell very easy. You know, I mean, now I just, I mean, I, I it's, it, it's what excites me the most is, uh, you know, sharing the story and, and, and switching people on to, to Rx Desert Salt. Um, Mm -hmm. So the, the, the sale is um, just part of, um, you know, communicating really to, to, to people around what it, what you're offering. Um, And I, 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 Definitely to become a brilliant salesperson of my product. (laughs) Um, But I I wasn't really one before I started.
1: (laughs) Okay, very interesting to know. Uh, Definitely inspiration for a lot of entrepreneurs out there to start building their selling skills. But Mm. also, Samantha, you've mentioned earlier the time it took to really become, uh, really got, to get you going and to become profitable. Um, just quickly, how long did it take you to get into our major retailers?
0: Um, so my strategy actually was to not go into the retailers initially. One, because I just had zero experience. I knew nothing about brand, product, barcodes, packaging, and so on. And also because... Um, so I focused on the independent shops, the farm stores, the delis and so on. Because when people go into those shops, usually they've got a little bit more time. They they're looking for, oh, you know, what's new today. They've they've often got more money to spend and they're not rushing, they're browsing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go into a supermarket, um, usually you've got your list of what you want. And if you need salt, you go to the salt aisle and you know, maybe you're rushing in after work and you'll go to the store hour and you'll scan and look for the product that's familiar to you. Mm-hmm. You're not scanning to, you've got a different mindset. You, you're looking for what's familiar, you're grabbing it, you're putting it in your basket and you're going to the next item on your list. So um, uh, RX also had the very fortunate opportunity and it was actually what gave, was also part of the inspiration of starting um, the company and, and the product because I saw a salt and pepper sitting on a restaurant table um, when I was driving past uh, a restaurant that had an outdoor area. And I was like, wow, amazing. You know, this product can sit on a restaurant table and it can have exposure, one a sale and exposure. And that in a way was the most amazing and still is the most amazing marketing and, you know, sort of advertising tool for people to experience the salt and use it and see it. Um, But also, the smaller shops, um, uh, are, the retailers is a whole nother story. You know, the mm-hmm. the merchandising. The if you don't have a good merchandiser, your products end up sitting in a storeroom and not being on shelf, and so then you don't sell, and so then you lose your listing because you're not selling, but the product's not on shelf. Mm-hmm. So and and all the rebates and the transport. So it's a it's a whole other. Um, you know, level of um, complexity for the business. Um, so it was only after three years um, that we, in fact, we the first uh, retail was Food Lovers, and we didn't have a merchandiser, and our sales weren't good. So our, our salt was here, our pepper was there, our refills were somebody somewhere else, and they weren't all together. And so we ended up losing that listing actually, and yes. we 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 relaunched a couple of months ago after probably eight or nine years actually of not being in, in Food Lovers. Um, and, uh, and then I think we got into pick and pay maybe after three or four years. Um, and Woolworths, um, I had an interesting mindset around Woolworths. I was like, I'm, uh, I'm not going to phone you. You're going to phone me. <laughs> I was, I was kind of, a, I, I didn't want to go to Woolworths with a, with a needy, like often, you know, mm-hmm. in the beginning with your product, we are, you know, we we need you, we want you. And <laughs> and often one doesn't end up in there because you've kind of got the wrong attitude, you know. And I was like, no, you need me more than I want you. And they did end up burning me. We we ended up going in as a gift item initially. Um, and now we've got a, got a beautiful display of our product in about, I think, 86 um, Woolworths. Um, Absolutely which
1: is amazing incredible and willies phoned you that and
0: Willie phoned me
1: <laughs> super super incredible wow
0: yeah totally.
1: definitely need to add that to your autobiography one day
0: <laughs> yeah there's definitely a book waiting to be written one day there's lots of stories to share <laughs> uh,
1: uh, i hope you're writing them down as you go along
0: I think that's a reminder to 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 do that. But yeah, I think there's enough that will remind me of the journey oh, <laughs> one day when I've got thing. some time.
1: Mm. So, just you sort of touched on it, but um, just again, what makes you feel on top of the world when it comes to your business?
0: Um. Having a highly productive day, um, the sales, like when I'm reaching out to my top clients and we've just recently launched the Most Delicious Chili um, uh, which is available in a 100-gram grinder plus our gift packs, and it's a beautiful story. Um, it's a collaboration with Backyard Farms, um, and that was a project that was born out of COVID, and it's supporting community gardens and goggles from Google who are growing the chilies and they're, they're our supplier and source of chilies. And it's really ended up just being the most beautiful product. Um, and, uh, and I'd been through a little bit of a difficult period. We'd had some struggle in, in our admin side with our accountants, um, had a new person who didn't work out and ended up leaving quite a, quite a mess behind. And, um, uh, and so there was quite a bit of stress for a little while. And then I got to a moment where, where we've got a beautiful new um, woman in, in the office who's just efficient and productive and fabulous and joyful and loving having her there and feeling like I can trust and I can let go. You know, she, she's picking up the reins. And the one afternoon, I just started emailing all my my clients around, all right, and I just had this such a joyful feeling. I I, I do really love the sales. And when I'm in a a sales mode and reaching out to people around the world and sharing Rx, I I definitely get a buzz off that.
1: (laughs) We can definitely hear that buzz coming through. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. But in terms of challenges that you have to face on a daily basis, do you just laugh it off or does it get you down from time to time?
0: Um. Hmm. So at the moment, I'm walking on the mountain a couple of times a week to kind of give myself um space to to sort of you know remove myself. Um. Yeah, I think I've I done cold water swimming for many years. I think that's definitely saved me. Um, in terms of being able to build my my resilience towards stress. Uh, there was one particular year. The year that we we launched in in the usa um also had somebody working who um, was supposed to have supported with food safety and that didn't work out and she ended up leaving and um and food safety was completely like a whole new world to me um and moving warehouse and building a packing room and hiring 10 staff and packing a container um with new staff um kind of on my own i didn't have a an op person at the time. Um, I've got a brilliant warehouse manager. He he's, uh, was definitely a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, there was such huge learning curve at the time. And in fact, we had three radical crises in that one month that we needed to pack this container. And I was on a tight schedule. We had to get this um, product to the U.S. in time to launch on shelves, you know. Mm-hmm. And um uh, plus, there was, you know, lots of drama in the shipping world as well. So I had sort of put in a month's buffer just in case. Um, anyway, fortunately, that went smoothly. But we, we ended up getting some gray salt because it had been floods in the, on the salt pans. Oh, wow. um, and we ended up, um, some of the pepper was moldy. And we um, and the bottles that we'd printed for the barbecue, the, the logo wasn't correct. And oh. I just managed to, okay, stop the line um clear clean up let's go into the move and then just just action and just you know deal with it um so yeah um the, you know there definitely is stress and pressures um but just yeah just managing it just uh, I'm not much of a procrastinator so, mm-hmm. Just getting on with it immediately and managing the crisis um, rather than, you know, kind of burying one's head and thinking that it's going to go away. So meeting mm-hmm. it head on um, mm-hmm. has been, has definitely made a difference.
1: But it's definitely not easy doing it. But you've mentioned <laughs> something about the cold water swimming. Where does that fit in?
0: Mm. Um, I've done it for years, actually. I mean, I was swimming in uh, glacial lakes in Norway um, oh, no. 25 years ago. Um, I, I swam in rivers in Wales um, 19 years ago when my, my nephew was born um, in, in, in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the coldest was a beautiful lake up, uh, at about 4,500 meters in the Himalayas um before uh, yeah so that was about 17 years ago and I love the fact that it's become a trend because it really is an incredible tool for building resilience um because you you're putting yourself you uh, know you uh yeah you're shocking your body and by giving your body that shock when there is an outer shock somehow you manage you, you're able to manage it um and have more resilience towards it um so yeah i i really i love i love cold water swimming, <laughs>
1: and this is not necessarily in a pool. you do this in the sea,
0: oh oh definitely, I mean that's one of the the blessings of of Cape Town is the fact that we have this most beautiful ocean um you know, and I live in Noordhoek, and it's just the most beautiful corner of the world um and, and and i love the fact that every i mean i'm not there every day and i actually i have truthfully i've only swam a couple of times since i've been back from my trip um just because there was so much going on i've just been, been been working longer hours actually at the moment um but uh you know they're all the beautiful rock pools and tidal pools and um and the ocean you also then when you're swimming you um, you know, you, you you're in nature. You're taking time out, so it's it's beneficial in so many different ways.
1: Sure, you're making me really, really jealous here. But <laughs> you've mentioned coming back from a trip. What was that?
0: Oh, it was a big trip, really. Um, so. Uh, flew into Miami, drove four hours across to Naples where a friend was and had a few days just to, you know, just to ground and arrive and deal with the jet lag. Uh, My 15 year old son came with me as well as my amazing social media queen, Kerry. Um, And then we drove four hours up to Orlando to Dave Asprey's biohacking conference, which is absolutely my my most favorite uh, conference ever. Um, It's, So I think last year and this year had about 150, 160 or more very inspiring conversations um, where people um, are all actively engaged and, and, and there because they're wanting to receive knowledge and learn about what, new and what's available in order to sort of upgrade their physiology and their mental clarity. And, and so, they, so it's, a, it's a very alive, energ- energized space. Um, and then from there, we went straight to the airport at the end of the three-day show, flew to New York, had a three, four-hour delay, landed at or arrived at our apartment at two o'clock in the morning, slept till 10, got up and went straight on to another three-day food show um so that was that was quite crazy um but a beautiful opportunity i got to meet my buyer from whole foods um my son and i spent a few days in uh, new york in manhattan just having the new york experience and then i flew to london um and had a week there that was amazing because i my both my dad and my brother live there so i had time with family but there were also a couple of um customers that i've been trying to um um, uh, trying to get hold of for a year. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote them an email, um, with, I am in London. Um, I'm available for these two days. Please, can you, please can we have an in-person meeting? Mm -hmm. And I, um, um, and I, and I did, I got a meeting after emailing them for a whole year without a response. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I had a very productive, so, um, my uh, focus now is moving over to the UK and launching in the UK next year, which I'm really excited about. <laughs>
1: super, super exciting. But speaking of countries overseas, it sounds like you've pretty much been in every single country there is on earth.
0: <laughs> no, not, no, not at all. <laughs> it's been an amazing part of the journey of the travel that I have um that I've done. I mean, I did for, for many years, went to Cologne and Germany and to Hamburg and to Paris and London and Los Angeles. So I've done some amazing travel. Um, so we've we've exported to 23 countries um to date, not all of them are constant, um, but it it is available, I'd say, now, still in 23 countries. Um, but there's so much more. Mm. <laughs> um and, and want to get it, you know, into places where it's more accessible and more available for people to um, to be able to to pick up off the shelf and, and use RX Excel as opposed to yeah. what else is available on shelf.
1: Sure, sure. Samantha, if you could be your 20-year-old self again and you could change anything, <laughs> what would that be?
0: Sure. Yeah. Um if i could give my my 20 year old self um advice and wisdom um hmm. <laughs> i guess follow your dreams and your passions to follow uh, which which i mostly have managed to do mm-hmm. um when i when i have an idea you know even with the, the 20000 drums, like oh that's sounds that feels good that's an incredible dream and an idea and i I'd just rush off and I would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, doing what makes you excited, what, what brings you joy. Um, so um, I, there, there are a couple of things I would have done differently in Oryx, but there's so many people that I've met along the way that, um, that I haven't kept communication um, up with. So I haven't been sending newsletters to all of the people that I met. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have to say I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy with my journey. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have too many regrets actually. Um, it's been a, it's been a very diverse and a very interesting path that I've taken and it has always been around, um, just yeah, following, following an idea and, and getting passionate, passionate about it. um, so, uh, yeah, follow your dreams and do what, what makes you happy and what excites you with doing the research that is viable with whatever mm, it is you mm, want to do. Mm,
1: mm. <laughs> Would mm. that also be your advice in general to entrepreneurs? And I think also specifically um, women that find themselves in the middle of a divorce and have to bring up their own children on their own. What would that be hmm. the same advice that you would give him?
0: You know we we all have genius in us. we all are we all have a purpose. we, we all I believe come with a purpose and come with um, something that we can gift the world. So finding out what that gift is for you to share with the world um, and and maybe it is you know having um, having a job and being a brilliant accountant. Or, you know um you know some of uh, I've had an interesting time recently um I, I've just upgraded one of my staff members um, to packing team leader and um there was another woman who had packed Oryx for many years but she wasn't leading the team and she would often not arrive at work and and she didn't have a joyful demeanor about her and I'm just loving um Deslin actually mm-hmm. um, and she's she she's taken on her job and she's got herself a notebook and she's got all these ideas and it's like she can be the best packing team leader for rx you know and so that and she's growing so if you give everything of your best in 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 what you do i mean i have in fact my my beautiful house fairy atina who i absolutely adore is here today and atina is just the most joyful beautiful I love having I love it when she arrives she's she's one of my my beautiful friends and and she does such an amazing I just I feel so every time she's here I'm like oh yes (laughs) and she does such an amazing job in my home taking care of my home and um we put some new shelves up and she's sorting out all of my my stuff in my cupboard today (laughs) and um so everything that one does um whatever you're good at just do it really well and do it with a full heart and and give your absolute best and give yourself like keep doing you know keep learning and keep growing mm-hmm. um yeah I think that's essential for for our souls
1: and to learning and growing doesn't have to be the traditional way of going to school going to university you can't just <laughs> wing it as you go along
0: absolutely I mean it, it this day and age that we live in, with the internet, and uh, there are so many incredible people out there who are offering their knowledge for free. You know, you can research any any topic. In fact, I, I built, I would say, I built Rx on that too. I joined the the Real Entrepreneur Club or something, and I would get CDs um, around marketing and finance, and um, and I and I I listened to a lot of audio books. Um, that that keep me inspired and give me skills and tools that i need to to keep upgrading myself and it's been an interesting observation where as i grow oryx grows and as oryx grows i need to grow i mean who i am today compared and the capacity that i have to hold and manage and and so on and how much information i have compared to to when I started, you know, it's quite mind blowing. So, so allowing whatever it is that you're doing to be your journey of growth, you know, this is my path to, to growing myself and discovering more of my potential and, and becoming more of me, Samantha, um, in this role and as a person, you know, to, um, so, so yeah. And we, we just go gifted with, uh, internet and all that to all the people who are sharing and so I I love it um I I love listening to new things and being inspired
1: well while you're talking it's like it almost feels as if I'm in the middle of an entrepreneurial motivation slash um (laughs) training here and I can't wait for this (laughs) interview to be finished so I can go and implement everything that you say (laughs) It is so, so (laughs) amazing to talk to you, Samantha. But just quickly, what would be your number one book that you would recommend? Or would it be a CD from The Real Entrepreneur? It
0: definitely wouldn't be a book. I don't get time to read. Um, At the moment, I'm listening to Bene Brown's Atlas Heart. Um, uh, unfortunately I've got a book Dare to Lead which isn't on audiobook I'm going to have to get it onto audiobook um, uh, uh, Robin Sharma carried me for a couple of years um, getting a, his 5am club, I was up okay. at 5am 20 minutes on the trampoline and doing 20 minutes meditation um, and writing and, um, and just being super inspired in fact I did it with a couple of friends and it was like um, R.S.S. Robin Sharma says, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and another piece of inspiration. Um, so Dr. Zach Bush was my shining light in COVID. He just gave me hope for humanity. And um, and he speaks about the virome, you know, all these, vir- you know, tens of, tens of the millions of millions of viruses, you know, that we live with every day. and And going to cold water swim in the ocean and in rivers and in lakes is all part about uh it it contributes to upgrading my immunity um and and he's he's just he's just got such a big heart for humanity such a wise human um so i listen to him whenever there's a new podcast um yeah so those are those are my favorites at the moment uh joe dispenser his meditation has been amazing um so but but yeah each of us find our own our own mentors and uh, people who, who give us inspiration, but those are mine at the moment.
1: <laughs> okay. And your metaphorical mountains that you still want to climb with in the next three to five years, what would that be?
0: Um, in Oryx? Um, uh, yeah. So just USA growing exponentially, um, launching nationally in the UK and, and opening up a lot of Europe. Australia, we we launching in in the next month or so, which I'm excited about. Um, we've got a beautiful new distributor for for Southeast Asia, so things are actually moving really really quickly at the moment, so that's exciting. Um, but also, not only metaphorically, but literally, in two weeks I'm climbing a beautiful mountain. I'm doing the um, Great and McGregor hike. So yes. um, this morning I was up early on the mountain, just pushing up my fitness level so I'm not the last one the last one in the line hopping uh-huh. and puffing uh-huh. <laughs> um but actually to climb mountains as well um I want to do the dark Drac- uh, a week's Drakensberg hike next year okay. um uh, and that gives me time out and um time away from the phone and just time with myself I love mm. uh, that's actually my dream over the next Two years and yeah, in my life is to just do a lot of walking, um, in in beautiful places. Um, so Oryx, uh, that that making Oryx successful, um, is the inspiration for my own life to be able to do the things that I want to do.
1: Wow. Speaking of climbing, would you consider Kilimanjaro or Everest one of those big ones? Um, Everest,
0: no, that's too big. (laughs) Um, Kilimanjaro, yes, but um. Yeah, for some reason, it hasn't been on my radar, uh, radar. Um, but the Drakensberg, um, I want to spend a lot more time in the Drakensberg. I did a, a hike there many years ago, and I was completely, completely blown away at the beauty um, of this mountain range that we have, you know, almost on our doorstep. And mm-hmm. and then I was like, why go to Nepal when you've got the Drakensberg? Um, and of course, there, there's so many different opportunities now to slack pack where you don't even have to carry everything (laughs) you arrive and you get you get served dinner you know it's like i like that Um, yes slack packing makes
1: it much much easier
0: Mm, it does i mean there's so many beautiful walks and hikes in south africa i mean Mm. we we are spoiled Mm -hmm. um so i'm really excited to do a whole lot more
1: okay well, um, to tell you the truth, I'm doing the otter in a week's time. so Oh, how
0: amazing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we've also got friends doing slack packing and we're all doing food drops because we've heard you get really, really hungry. So things do oh, get much easier.
0: I, so, okay, you can do a slack pack on otter trail, really. Yes, you I wasn't can. aware of that. Yes, oh, you can. amazing. Ask me, I've
1: got the contacts. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, excellent. I will. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's magnificent.
1: Oh, but I think maybe we should make an appointment to do a mountain one of these days together.
0: Please, yes, when you come down, love to walk um, and let's walk and chat and uh, find out more from each other. And looking, absolutely. Yeah, I haven't absolutely. heard enough of your journey.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, thank you so much for your time. It has been so inspirational, so educational. As I said, I can't wait to go and implement everything that you've said here today. Um, <laughs> yeah, we definitely. delightful
0: chatting with you. Thank you.
1: Every, every entrepreneur needs to hear your story, um, especially those who feel down in the dumps and need some serious inspiration. I think you haven't started doing inspirational talks on a regular basis.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't. But if anyone is really struggling out there, my cell phone number is on, on the RX Desert Health website um you're welcome to reach out to me um I, I do love sharing and being able to support other entrepreneurs so um i'm available and um and please just all of you go out and buy yourself an oryx desert salt grinder pick and Pay bar Woolworths, um and um and get yourself hooked it's really a very supercharged and beautiful salt and you will feel the difference